You ought to know I'm Alan Clark. Those of us who grew up in the 40s, 50s, and 60s know firsthand what it's like to fail. Our parents were products of the Great Depression and World War II, part of that greatest generation of Americans who suffered through so much in order to form the bedrock of America's rise to prominence in the 20th century. Having conservative parents who valued family and community allowed us to wander the neighborhood without fear, walk or ride a bike to school and down alleys in safety, and learn what it is to fail every now and then. Their values were forged by the fear of failure and led to the preservation of our freedom. Even before the war, they had faced failure because as youngsters, their parents had led them through the Great Depression. We grew up under the watchful gaze of those who had looked failure straight in the eye and knew what it took to succeed in life. It was also a place where failure was allowed. If we didn't do our work in school, we failed. We had to repeat a grade level until we passed or worse yet, attend summer school. Grades were earned and not given. In fact, we were punished for failure at school and usually a second time at home. In sports, we had to try out to make teams, baseball, basketball, football, cheerleader, majorette, etc. We were either good enough or we were not good enough. Not everybody got to make the team just because they wanted to participate. If you wanted to wear that uniform, you had to earn it. Even if you made the team, not everybody got to play and not everybody got a trophy. You had to earn that also. What we as kids did not realize at the time was that being allowed to fail was good because failure had consequences. Our parents forced us to consider why we failed. Did I fail because I didn't put forth the effort to succeed or did I fail because I didn't have the talent? Maybe I failed because I didn't have the basic knowledge or skills to succeed. Do I want to succeed bad enough to try again? children who have not been allowed to fail have not been forced to answer these questions. Our parents knew that our ability to deal with failure could only come from experiencing failure and could not be learned from a book or through a TV screen. They knew that how we learned to deal with failure would help shape our character. It would bring us face to face with establishing our life values. What kind of person am I going to be? What about today's landscape? Do communities like this still exist? As we become young men and women back in the 1970s, someone decided failure was a bad thing. Failure could not be allowed because failure harmed a person's self-esteem. Youngsters then became protected from failure. They always made the team, got a trophy, made their grades in school. This attitude became pervasive in our society and spawned an emerging phenomenon, the lack of personal accountability. People who are not allowed to experience failure and are forced to deal with it lack depth of character, which fosters a lack of accountability and breeds a sense of entitlement or superiority that clouds their vision of life. In summary, too many of the communities in our country today are communicating to their children, I love you, so let me make life easy for you, juxtaposed to our experience 
of I love you, I believe in you, I know what you're capable of, so I'm going to make you work for what you want and learn to deal with the unavoidable failures that life will ultimately present you, as well as your successes. In the words of native Tennessean John Trotwood Moore, written over 120 years ago, our ideals at last are the true gauges of our characters, and the higher we rear these castles in the air, the loftier with our own soul dwellings. Let us build our characters as we would our castles, alike beyond the reach of those who climb and those who throw. For the ideal and the real go together. The dream must precede the chisel. The vision be the father to the brush, the thought to the pen. And that's the way it ought to be.